listen good I don't have nobody But what I might feel All the sounds of sanity Hoping what I hear Loops itself continuously Then I won't be afraid No, no Why must it feel so wrong when I try and do right, do right? Oh, 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 soaring through paradise when I'm closing my eyes. I'm Mr. Solo Dolo. This is a little different. I didn't get a chance to actually record an episode this past week because I've been on um, call for work, which I'm still on call tonight until midnight. So I might get a call while I'm doing this, actually. So I might jump off. But that's why I didn't start doing one last week because I started last Thursday. I do it Thursday through Friday or actually Friday through Friday. So. Yeah, so I didn't get a get a chance to get a guest. So I'll try to do that possibly on Saturday. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, probably won't be able to do it tomorrow, but probably Saturday I'll try to get somebody in here. Actually record a real podcast. Um, other than that, I haven't done shit this week besides being on call. I didn't get to go out anywhere. If I wanted to go out, well, plus we're on a quarantine, so it's kind of hard to do shit. I have been watching a show. It's called Somebody Feed Phil. It's on Netflix. It's a really good show. It's about this guy. He created um, Everybody Loves Raymond. And basically, he goes to different countries all over the world and in the United States, too. And um, he tries all their different cuisines. It's kind of like an Anthony Bourdain, but like a sweet version of it. And he's just uh, he has like this really enthusiasm for the food and the people that he meets. And it's really endearing. So I suggest anybody watch that show. And also, I saw a post that my buddy made today about how he's really missing traveling right now because of the situation. You know, a lot of people didn't get to travel before because of, you know, financial reasons or work or whatever it is. But now it's like you don't have a choice really in the matter to go to certain places that you possibly would have wanted to go before. So I think it's like that thing where I think a lot of us now are going to really appreciate what we're missing out on and that what we took for granted. Like, I think that people possibly will want to do more stuff outside now and they won't just want to um, just sit around the house and, you know, live their life on the internet. I think that 
like movie theaters and stuff like that. We'll start seeing a lot of people want to go to that once they're able to go to it. Um, restaurants and maybe like brick and mortar stores will come back because people want to actually be out. But then it could be on the some the same on the flip side. It could be like you know people are so used to not um, they're going to get back into the mold. Like they're going to get back set in their ways. So for a little bit, possibly everybody's going to want to just do everything outside and then they'll go back to not wanting to do shit and sitting at home and missing out. But I don't know. I just think that I just think that uh, once we have something taken away, not by choice, it just seems more precious. I don't know. But yeah, the show is uh, Somebody Feed Phil. It's on Netflix, and I think everybody should check that out. Um, another thing that I did, one of my goals for this year is to uh, get better at making breakfast food. So I bought a waffle iron, this waffle maker this past week. And then I bought this like pancake thing. So my goal is to make like uh, Food Network quality style meals, starting with breakfast. It was like somebody once told me, they said uh, breakfast is just not, or waffles are just not for breakfast. So I can possibly do something else with that too. But I don't know. We'll see. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, so I was talking to somebody the other day and they were telling me that they didn't think they could have kids. And I was like, I mean, did you get tested or how'd you figure that out? And they're like, no, I mean, I just, Basically had somebody bust a bunch of loads into me and I never got pregnant. So I assumed I couldn't have kids. And I'm thinking like, that's like playing Russian roulette and it never landed on the bullet. And you think you're, you know, you have some magical powers or something. It's just, I don't know. That's a funny way to assume that you're not able to carry kids. Cause everybody I know that generally says they can't get pregnant. They always end up pregnant. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that logic is where you think that just because you know, you dodge something so many times that it won't actually happen to you. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of odd and kind of funny. Oh, so I was talking to my buddy Brad earlier this week, and he was telling me that he's uh, doing this bone marrow thing. He's like, or not bone marrow, but drinking like bone broth and all this other stuff, I guess, for health reasons. And I was telling Raul about it. And then uh, Raul was like, is that a human? I was like, why are you so fucking dumb, man? You have to be one of the dumbest fucking people I've ever met in my entire life. Which brings me to this other thing I learned. It's called, uh, I wrote it down, the Dunning-Kruger effect. And it's uh, they use the example of this guy named MacArthur Wheeler. And basically this guy saw this thing on TV one day and he thought it was reality. So basically what happened is he went into a bank, he robbed a bank, no mask on or anything, right? And he went to another bank and robbed that bank, too. And he ended up getting caught because he didn't have a mask on. So they were able to describe what he looked like. And he was so shocked when the police came up to him and arrested him. And he's like, I had lemon juice, lemon juice. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, you know, like you can do like invisible ink, but lemon juice and it can't be seen. He thought if he put lemon juice on his face that the cameras couldn't record him. And so basically the whole Dunning-Kruger effect is people... Like dumb people, a.k.a. Raul, think they're so smart, but actually they're really stupid. And so they have this inflated level of confidence. And so they'll do a test where they have two groups of people, like really smart people 
and really dumb people that think they're smart and they'll take a test. And the people that are dumber think they do really high on the test. And the people that are smarter think that they think lesser than of themselves. So they don't put themselves on this pedestal that dumb people do. So, yeah. So I really think that Raul suffers from the Dunning-Kruger effect because he, he is really one of the dumbest people I've ever met in my entire life. Let's see here. Oh, I also learned about the history of soccer. So the history of soccer apparently started where they used to kick. They would get into battles with people and then cut their heads off and then use their head as a football or the, the soccer ball. And then another thing I learned, too, from that show, Somebody Feed Phil, is that when people say skull, like to cheers or whatever, it uh, came from the white Vikings and the white Vikings, after they defeated their enemy, they would drink from their enemy's skull. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I think humans in general are just so fucked up, man. If you like go back and look at all the shit that people have done and over time to other people, it's just insane. But on the flip side, it's like, you know, we have all that kind of weird, crazy shit that happens in pockets. But then there's so many of us that are doing so good and just living our everyday life without trying to affect anybody in a negative way that I don't know. You have to kind of just be amazed at how amazing we are and how shitty a small portion of us are. Um, Oh, this is something I'm I had no idea what this meant. Like, you know, I've seen like those memes. I was today old when I learned this. So I always heard Nola. You know, I just never thought anything about what the fuck it was. Obviously, after watching the show, I found it. It stands for New Orleans, Louisiana, which I think was pretty cool. Let me see. What else is there to talk about? I don't know. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really short one because I am new to this being solo. But I'm going to work at getting better at it because you can't always depend on other people. And, you know, it's just like. If you wait around for everybody else to do something, nothing will get done. So that's why we have to take shit into our own hands and realize that, you know, we are who we are and we are our biggest supporter or we can be our worst enemy. So, yeah, from now on, if I can't find somebody to do this with me, I will do it by myself. Um, Somebody sent me a page on Instagram. Let me read what this quotes I saw. Okay, here it is. Okay, here's one. When you fall in love with somebody's potential instead of where they legitimately are now, you'll become their coach, their therapist, their healer, and ultimately their parent. You don't want this, and they don't want that either. So basically that's saying, like, if you're just trying to find somebody and mold them into something instead of just realizing where they're at in life and accepting where they're at in life, I just think you're just going to end up micromanaging their whole life and it's going to end up with resentment on both parts. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you should try to push somebody into something that they're not ready to be pushed in. Um, basically I think you just need to realize that person is not for you and at where you're at in your life and try to find somebody else that is more aligned with your current status. Um, I don't know. I just think that I say that a lot, but it's uh, I think it's easier said than done, obviously. But I think in the long run, if you look out for your best interest, 
and they look out for their best interests, maybe down the road you'll align because they may have matured by then. But as of right now, I don't think it's it's a good idea to try to mold somebody into something or or you know parent somebody because nobody wants a parent that they're dating. You know, you don't want somebody feel like they're always lording over you and making you feel like you can't do shit, you know? So yeah, I think that's a, that's a good one. And I think I'm going to end it on that. Like I said, this is, sorry, it's rough, but I'm trying to figure all this shit out, how to do this. And I watch like Bill Burr and all those guys just talk and talk and talk. Obviously he's been doing it for a long time, but you know, and sometimes like, I feel like I'm talking to myself anyways, when I do it with him because it's just sure. And yeah. And not really engaged. So from now on, like I said, I will find somebody else to do it or I will get better at doing this by myself. Anyways, uh, love you lots.